our focus and deployment are based on crime analysis data that identify crime patterns. In short, we work the hotspots. I'm Doug Deloney. On this edition of The Next Stop, the person next to you on the bus or train may not be in uniform, but they still could be a Metro police officer keeping an eye on things. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. The Next Stop. Metro's podcast. Today on The Next Stop, we welcome Sergeant Alex Edwards of the Metro Police Department. Thank you for joining us, uh, Sergeant Edwards. Hey, thanks for having me, Doug. I know uh, Metro Police, I'm going to be honest here. I think a lot of people see Metro Police and they probably just think, and and no offense here, they probably just think that's a security guard for the bus. That's a security guard for the train. But really, there is so much more to MPD when it comes to protecting our transit system and community. Is that right? Doug, it's funny that you uh you you said that uh the, the public asks this question all the time uh and 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 basically i i would tell them well i tell you what let me take you to a real jail <laughs> right <laughs> just joking just joking but metro police department is a real police agency with professionals and dedicate and dedicated officers that are dedicated to keep our transit system safe also we work with regional partners like HPD, Harris County, and 13 other cities when needed. And we cover a large service area. I know we'll talk about that in a little bit, but we do have a jurisdiction, and that jurisdiction is wherever Metro goes. Is that correct? Uh, we we covers Harris County, Fort Bend, Montgomery, and Walla County. And just like any police force, we have ranks and positions. I know we've discussed this on some previous episodes of this podcast, but just a little background information for people who may have missed it. Um, I know we have everything from fair inspectors and extremely critical role there because they're often the eyes on the ground as well. That's a civilian position. But then moving up through the ranks, we have police officers. We have sergeants like yourself. I know we have a police chief. Uh, can we run through those ranks real quick? Because I'm, I'm probably missing something. <laughs> sure, sure, Doug. Uh, first off, we, we start off as a probationary police officer. And then from there, you uh, graduate and you uh, become a actual Texas police officer. And then from there, from there, you serve as five years as an officer, then you can uh, move up to a sergeant. And then from sergeant, you serve as, as two years as a sergeant, then you can move to the lieutenant position. Then after the lieutenant position, after you serve their two years, then uh, we have assistant chiefs and we have the chief but they are appointed. And I know that we're here today to talk about our marshals, our transit marshals unit, uh, but really discussing all these positions, and you talked about moving up through the ranks. I'll just throw this plug out there real quick. If anybody's interested uh, in joining Metro Police, and there's several kinds of positions, both uh, on the officer side of things or the, the civilian side of things, go to ridemetro.org forward slash careers and check out all the positions and opportunities. Uh, we have these specialty units as well. Last month, uh, I, I'm not sure if you're aware, we spoke to our canine team. Uh, in the past, we've also visited with the care unit, C-A-R-E, and those are the ones that uh, help people in need of housing or care. Uh, and I know we also have transit marshals, and that is your department. Yes, sir. And what is a transit marshal? What's the difference between a, a transit marshal and perhaps a, a regular Metro police officer? Okay, uh, Doug, the transit marshals, uh, transit marshal is a Metro police unit that that uh, that is trained for specific duties and responsibilities to respond to crime on and around the Metro system. 
now what's the difference? What's the difference between them and a regular police officer is uh, uh, transit marshal officers support all Metro Police Division. Our focus and deployment are based on crime analysis data that identify crime patterns. In short, we work the hotspots. Hotspot areas of the metro system. Uh, we conduct uh, short and long-term surveillance and tactical operations that requires uniform and plain clothes. Not only that, we assist our criminal investigation division uh, with follow-up investigations. Uh, also, we, we execute pre-approved arrests and search warrants. And also, I can't leave this out, we complete special project and assignments that are assigned through our chain of command. And I know like a year or two ago, my first introduction to transit marshals when I was a newer employee here at Metro, um, I think you guys assisted an outside agency. It was actually a police department well outside of Houston uh, that was looking for a suspect. Uh, um, and somehow our transit marshals spotted the suspect. They weren't even on the system, but you guys spotted the vehicle and stopped them and made a big arrest for that um, outside agency. So there's a lot of, of duties, and it's it doesn't always mean on the line or on a bus or necessarily on a train. But you mentioned plainclothes uh, officers. I think a lot of times people hear that and they think, oh, what does this mean? Or they, is that an undercover? And you mentioned those hotspots. So what you're saying is if there is a, a section of the rail line, you know, purple, green, red, a certain transit center, perhaps maybe it's a park and ride or maybe it's a certain bus line. Uh, if there is a certain section of our system that has a hotspot of crime where there is a repeated incident, uh, our numbers show that and perhaps you would have plainclothes officers somewhere along the system. Yeah, that's Doug. You get, that's correct. And the big message for people here then and the patrons in our community um, is really the person next to you on the train or, or bus may not look like a police officer. They may not be in uniform. Uh, they may not even look like a Metro employee, but as it turns out, they very well could be an officer there to keep an eye on you and keep an eye on the community and keep everyone safe. Sometimes we hear a lot from people who say, well, I never see police officers. I never see. I've asked this before on with various guests on this podcast. I want your take on this. What are some of the challenges covering serving and protecting such a large service area as metros. I think we serve roughly 1,300 square miles. That's 1,300 square miles, almost 10,000 uh, transit stops uh, across multiple counties, multiple cities. I, I, probably, I would have to say our respond time. However, we come back that with the partnerships of our outside police agency to uh, help out uh, when needed. Absolutely. And, and uh, when, when I say that, Doug, is we call out to them and we let them know, hey, a crime has been committed. Can you uh, make our location? And we have officers en route. You know, that was going to be my next question. This is the challenge. Then what's the solution? And and again, leaning on those partnerships is, is really super critical um, for anybody who, who may have spotted something questionable, uh, I know sometimes those outside agencies or uh, another police department might forward something along to Metro and you guys will send something back over to them. And I know we didn't expand too much uh, going back to transit marshals and what you guys do. We didn't expand on it too much because there are some things and that we just really can't talk about because there are right, right. operations every single day in our transit system. I don't want to say secrets, but obviously we don't want to give away everything that you guys do. But there's so much more than meets the eye. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But I also know technology plays a big role um, into helping. We have surveillance cameras across the system. I think we have them, what, on on platforms, we have them at transit centers, we have them at some of our park and rides, we have them on buses. 
inside and outside of the vehicle. We have them on light rail cars inside and outside the vehicle. I know on some of our buses, we're starting to install these large monitors uh, so people can see that there are surveillance cameras. Uh, can you speak briefly to how important surveillance cameras are and what you guys do? Cameras helps us uh, do our follow-up investigations where uh, if our officer submit a uh, primary report and doesn't have all the information that uh, they 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 needed at the time they took the reports. The, we we rely on our surveillance systems. Uh, our Metro Criminal Investigation Division uh, will pull that footage, and then they will conduct follow up investigations. And if it needs to be uh, follow up more, it will send it to we, they will partner up with our with the transit marshals, and we will actually review that footage. And pretty much help along with our criminal investigation division, getting warrants and then doing follow up investigations where we would go out and talk and interview other suspects, other witnesses, and then try to make a case off of that uh, surveillance uh, footage. So once again, though, the surveillance footage plays an important part of Metro police investigations. And what I really like about them is it's not just police who have access to them. Our Metro colleagues over in the rail operations and our bus operations, there are people constantly monitoring these various feeds to make sure, not just for criminal activity, or, or but also for safety, making sure the pedestrians aren't on the line, that everything is moving smoothly. Monitoring these systems constantly requires a lot of surveillance cameras, and that's really where they come into play as well. Uh, but also in our technology, um, we have different ways for people to reach MPD, reach out to MPD dispatchers. Uh, could you talk about some of the ways people can do that? Uh, sure. MPD has a has an app which is called the uh, MPD Connect app. We also uh, I would I would suggest that they utilize the red button and the blue light call box at the facilities and also on the platforms. Also, we have you can you can connect to MPD dispatch your cell phone by dialing pound MPD. Super easy to remember that one. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, we can't forget the traditional method. <laughs> Just dial 911. Right. In an emergency, you know, don't don't fumble with the app. Don't fumble with trying to pound MPD and all this. I mean, if it's actually an emergency, something that's in progress happening at that moment that needs to be, you know, rectified, you need police intervention, absolutely call 911. But also, I like the fact that you can message MPD within the Connect app. So if you're on a bus or a train and you don't want to look like you're reporting something necessarily or you some people these days, especially, they're more comfortable sending a message, typing out a message on their phone and, and sending it almost like a text message within the app. And you can directly have a conversation, a little chat with MPD dispatchers using the MPD Connect app. As we wrap up this conversation, what are three tips or little bits of info you would tell the public about staying safe on the transit system? My first thing, you know, Metro slogan, see something, right. say something. <laughs> if you see something, just say something. But I like to add to that, to that is if you see some, say something, but also do something. Uh, you can store uh, uh, MPD number in your phone. Also stay alert. Uh, sit at the front of the train car near the rail operator and do not sit directly by the doors on the bus and the train. It's really when I'm out in public, whether I'm on the metro system or not, I'm always thinking about ways I can lower chances of being involved in an incident. Right. Lower the chance, you know, increase my chances of staying safe and certainly not being near the doors is helpful when it's possible. Um, 
and staying alert. You know, a lot of people get buried in their phones. It's okay to use your phone. And that's one of the things that we talk about a lot on the local bus service. You can use your computer on the park and ride buses. You can use your computer, but it's also good to not get too buried in. You really have to stay alert and stay focused. And when you're walking along the transit system, look both ways, make sure you know who's around you. And it's not about being scared or staying scared. It's just about staying alert and aware of your surroundings because some people get so buried in the technology, right? Uh, like you said, just uh, you just want to lower your chances for being vulnerable to, uh, for a, a suspect to commit a crime while you're sitting by the door. That's an easy way for them to, you know, uh, commit a snatch and grab. Right. And I know major serious crimes across the transit system are actually rare. A lot of the times the suspects and the victims, they know each other. There's some other context to it that doesn't get brought up. But we see these major incidents and we think, oh, well, it's unsafe. But the good news is actually major incidents on the transit system remain very rare. And overall, I mean, people ask me, you know, living in the city, aren't you scared of living in the city and all the crime? It's like, no, I'm more scared to drive on the freeway every day right. 40 minutes. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of incidents on the free road rage and all these things. I mean, really about increasing your, your chances of staying safe and decreasing your chances of being an incident, just like you're driving along in a car. You know, don't make gestures to other people. Don't exchange words. Keep to yourself. Don't get involved in conflicts, whether physical or verbal. Right. Is, is there anything that I missed in this conversation that you wish that I had asked or that we I, you wish I brought up? Uh, no, well, I mean, I, I would like to say uh, Metro Metro Police Department wants the citizens to know that we care and we're here to serve and protect them. And always I have to throw this in, Doug. Hey, we are hiring hiring. All you need to do is go to RideMetro.org and place an application. We need help. Uh, come aboard. Join us. Absolutely. It takes a community uh, to keep the community safe. And um, going back to what we said earlier in this podcast, there's sometimes a notion, like, well, I never see the police, you know. Um, really, everybody's eyes are important. And it takes, it's everybody's job to keep everybody safe. Uh, it's not just the police officers. It's every, it's all of our Metro colleagues, all of our coworkers and our colleagues, but it's also a member of the public. It's, it's on our patrons as well. Uh, again, I'm going to triple down here. See something, say something. But Sergeant Edwards, I really appreciate your time. I know you all stay busy. Uh, we had to schedule this, this recording early in the morning on a Friday, just because your Fridays even are so packed. And I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to speak to us here on the next stop. Again, Again, thanks for having me, Doug. I would encourage all of our listeners to visit ridemetro.org forward slash safety. Thank you again, Sergeant Edwards. That wraps it up for this edition. Thanks also to you, the listener, and all of our Metro riders out there. As a reminder, you can reach Metro's awesome customer service team. Call us or even text us at 713-635-4000. Again, if you need MPD on your cell phone, you can dial pound MPD. And also there's that MPD Connect app where you can message police. I'm Doug Deloney. If you'd like to check out more episodes and subscribe to this podcast, you can find all the links you need on ridemetro.org forward slash podcast. As always, drive less and do more with Houston Metro.